Welcome to Caritas Christi, a real and raw podcast with real women and real faith, where we apply the feminine genius to look at the current events of this world, our faith lives, and other things that are relevant to young Catholic women today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Thursday. Hi, this is Mary. And this is Hannah. Welcome to Caritas Christi, and let's start with prayer. Nomine Patri, Filio Spiritui Sancto. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. Nomine Patri, Filio Spiritui Sancto. Amen. And for our daily inspiration, we'll go to our guest for today. Would you share, Father? Pray, hope, and don't worry. Yo, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's your favorite one? I have other favorites. But that um, was the one that came to mind. Yeah, that was one that came to mind. <laughs> Sometimes it's simple. simple and pretty simple and good. So, yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of the general. Um, I feel like a lot of people are very, there's like a high stress. I feel like heightened stress or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing a social media fast and a fast from news. Um, and I had someone yesterday who was like, yeah, it's going crazy out there. And I haven't been on since like last week. And I was like, yeah, it's going crazy. And I was like, wait, I actually don't know what's going on. <laughs> but it's really nice to not know what's going on. I can imagine. But I feel very peaceful not knowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I can see everybody around me. Mm-hmm. And all the news is still filtering to, to me some ways. So I can anyways. resonate with that. Um, not being consumed. You'll hear the news regardless. Yeah. Um, it's nice just to have your ear to other people and, yeah. you know, to, to not be consumed and back up. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should probably, before we uh, go on any further, we should formally introduce. So um, Father Anthony is a good friend of mine. I've known him pretty much since he got ordained. Mm. So, <laughs> um, which has been, is it actually like over five years ago, right? Because uh, it like was like four and change, some of that. I mean, yeah, June 2017, so yeah, shoot, to, just over four, four years. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. From the get-go. Yeah, so I yeah. had been at um, the parish I, I was at for a year, and then he, I, we found out that he was going to come be our parochial vicar, so I went to the ordination, so that was my first pre- priestly ordination. You remember that, right? I remember my ordination, I, yeah. <laughs> but you probably don't, well, I remember, do you remember me telling you that I was no, there? No, I love the fact that you were there. No. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then we've just kind of had a... a a friendship that kind of just grew over the last like four years Definitely. especially like over the like the last year or so mm. so <laughs> um i guess i was gonna share a funny story but i think we should get more so anyway so i guess um yeah i guess funny story to that the way our like friendship kind of grew and then i'm excited just to have you on the podcast because i don't know i feel like you're a spiritual father to me and a lot of people obviously as the priest mm-hmm. <laughs> and also yeah. a brother in christ so um so I remember like when we were getting to know each other, the way that I feel like I learned to trust you. Remember the story? Yeah. The story. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened, Father? <laughs> no, 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 no. There are many good stories. <laughs> Do you remember which one I'm talking about? Didn't, didn't I like, did I pay you some compliments? That you no, expecting no. Now? It was, it was a little bit more <laughs> of a, quite a, remember we were at our friend's house Oh yeah! Oh. <laughs> and you came back in, and you were like, yes, "You had left." That. And then you came back in, and you're like, "Ah." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should I say, or you want to say? Um, I was like, I hit your car, <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, my humanity shone forth. It was good though, because I mean, it was just kind of like we both went some through something very uncomfortable because he owned up to it, and then mm-hmm. he followed through and got my car fixed, and yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Of so yeah, sure. I, I don't know. I feel like as a woman, like trying to learn and just and trusting other people in general, like it was just like like I, I don't get hit hit and run by a priest. <laughs> <laughs> Those who do, uh, you know. but I just knew like from there because like before there had been kind of like trying to like slide into our friendship, and there was sometimes like. Like, like knowing if I could trust you or not, like just like as like a woman, just like with history, you know, mm. just in general, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 I hear you. Yeah. In yeah. this world, you know, you gotta like yeah. you can trust people, but like to really absolutely trust them, like they're. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just I like the I like the disclaimer, and, you know, like as a woman, we like. Well, as a human being, like, as, as a person a in the twenty first century, yeah. I don't trust anybody. I don't know. I mean, I've had other yeah. males in my life before that maybe mm-hmm. I don't no? know. Really. 
Hit up! <laughs> <laughs> She's in a particular mood this morning. Mm. <laughs> it's just me. Okay, anyways. Uh, sorry, anyways. But short, right. quick story short. Is that the right way to say it? I like it? that. But yeah. So anyways, from there, our friendship, I think I kind of realized like when you owned up, like, it was just like, okay. That's a cool grace though. For real. Yeah. That's yeah, a weird uh-huh. grace. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel yeah. like it's been, so I guess the rest is history from there. But yeah. anyway, so yeah. I always tell people if you want someone to like, you know, really grow and trust if you, well, don't intentionally bump into their car. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like when you go through something hard with another person, then it really like, like if you pull through, like you can really be mm-hmm. bonded. Um, so I guess just a quick, um, I'm actually really curious, so our soul sing, it's a rapid fire style, so you have to, like, you don't have a lot of time, but mm-hmm. I want it's you to ask what types of the following make your soul sing. So I'm going to start wait, with wait, the first. Wait. Let me pause for a second. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Rapid fire me. <laughs> um, all right. So what types of food make your soul sing? I could actually probably answer this for you, but. Steak. Yeah. Uh, Good. chicken parmesan, Mexican food. <laughs> actually, I remember one Christmas I was, cause I love to make baked goods. Oh, I actually remember <laughs> last Christmas, but I, okay. The one Christmas I brought you and father, I brought you guys like a whole bag full of like, it was like crackers and a bunch of meat. Oh yeah. That was remember awesome. That? Yes, and oh, then yes. last year, do you remember what I made for you? Cause I was like, I love sweets and I couldn't just not make you something sweet. Yeah. It was a bacon sweets. Yeah. yeah no, that, it was like a maple bacon cinnamon that, roll. That was delicious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, oh, that was Sweet so and salty. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was like, oh. Cause I, I normally like make a sour, like their sour cream or no, their um, what are they? Cream cheese cinnamon rolls or something like that. They're so good, Bacon, but we, uh, maple, yeah, but this yeah. made was even better. Yeah, it was, that was like delicious. souped up. Um, all right, yeah. and then what type of hobbies make your soul sing? Photography is probably the biggest one. Um, mm-hmm. Not people photography, like people are fine, but like mm-hmm. like nature, scenery, like mm-hmm. that. What's guess, your favorite scenery? To- um, you know, I. I no, I can't really say one. Just like whatever the way that I developed, like color, beauty, I just like see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like even on rainy days. Uh, so no, I just in general, yeah. I just see yeah. beauty. And um, <laughs> let's see, you being outside, yeah. being outside goes without saying. Just just being outside is one of my hobbies. You know, mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Some mild hobbies that I that I can still hang on to is hacky sacking. <laughs> um, I can still do that once in a while. <laughs> coloring books, you know that that one came about or reemerged in my life. Coloring books, um, rapid fire. That's what comes to my mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, and y'all should go to follow his. Um, if you well find him on Facebook, and you have you'll you'll see all his photography and his artwork true. on there. So That's yeah, true. yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. It's it kind of surprises you once in a while. You're like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> Not surprises you, but you just yeah. I don't know. Um, all right. Would you like to ask the? Oh, sure. sorry, the last one. Sorry, and then you can. Ask yeah, sure. One. Okay. Um, so what? Oh gosh, this is gonna be hard for you to make it rapid fire, but do your best. Okay. What? What is the devotions that make your soul sing? That is no easy question. I, I know. <laughs> um, I knew asking it. Um, <laughs> you should see his eyes. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Practically rolled though. <laughs> oh wow, devotions. <laughs> Um, yeah, I really want to just boil everything down. Let's just, let's just put it right to you. Mary and divine mercy. Um, and, and, and it's not good enough to say devotion to Mary is mm-hmm. a devotion that you should, that I have and you should have to No, it's like a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, yeah. fr- and from trusting Jesus's divine mercy, his merciful love and cling to Mary as mm-hmm. mother mm-hmm. via the rosary and just a relationship with her mm-hmm. and um you know, the chapter of divine mercy is um becoming more of a mm-hmm. more of a daily desire to do oh not that's perfect not good. at it but that's no. yeah that's that's emerging more so that's good don't tell yeah. the trad larpers though <laughs> <laughs> what have you not heard about that no what oh my gosh oh wait let me oh. we, we said we were doing, we can go back no but it's basically just some people think that the divine mercy is like it's a bad devotion, and Saint Faustina was like, you're like, yeah, that's not regularly sad. canonized. This, that, the other thing. Like that makes you a saint, and that makes you a Protestant. So yeah, that's, that's, that's so sad. <laughs> the, yeah. the prayers are so. I mean, 
for the sake of his horrible passion, have mercy on us and all in the horror world. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. wrong, terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I will say those devotions, because I, I, I think the, between the rosary and the Divine Mercy Chaplet, like if I have a lot of anxiety, just like the physical rote, like you have to like breathe and pray, mm-hmm. it like really has always calmed me down a lot. Mm-hmm. So. There's actual grace to them. Like, and, yeah. it's, and it's grace for others, but there's grace that you get from yeah. praying it for others. Yeah, yeah. Like grace. Can... Like, they're not sacraments, but yeah. they're grace. Yeah, right, yeah. So. And then I think the other one that I think I, we, and I meant to bring this book for you, but um, St. Therese is your, is your girl. Yes. Give me an hour some other time. We'll talk about her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Definitely. My Therese. Um, my Therese. Yeah. Is there anything can... else you want to say about yourself before we get into the deeper questions or? No. Let's, know? Let's, let's, let's dive into we've it. We've already jumped in. Let's All right, jump let's in go. more. All right. Uh, okay. So this, this question is kind of twofold. Um, mm-hmm. How long have you been Catholic? And then after that, what? when did you take ownership of your faith? Because most people can pinpoint like a moment where they claimed it as their own, if you, even if they were a cradle Catholic, said, no, this is mine now. I don't do this just because my parents told me to. Oh, I totally agree. There are very few um, souls like Therese that was just close <laughs> to Jesus from birth yeah. um, or <laughs> baptism. So I've been a cradled Catholic um, my whole life. Um, and and I found my faith, you know, or refound my faith um, when I was in my early twenties. Had had my come to Jesus moment, um, <laughs> as as we all should. Long story short, I was in college, you know, you know, figuring my life out, owning my life, enjoying my life, and thus spiraling down, and then. You know, I was at church that one Sunday, like good Catholics do, and there was, and there was a retreat that was offered, Disciples for Christ retreat for adults, and there was no denying the bells and whistles in me that was like, go on that retreat. Mm-hmm. So I walked out realizing that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I walked out and realized like, that's who I am. Like, I'm not me. Like, I am a disciple for Christ. And it, mm-hmm really grew from there and there's a whole story to that but that's probably the moment where I walked out different wow mm-hmm. that's so I don't know if you want to delve more into the moment before that or if, if you want to keep on like um, um, what was it, it like once you took your face seriously or well, could you share a little bit bef- before yeah or because um, I feel like a lot of times like I think people that have had like oh, what brought stories, to that point? yeah sure. like it might be because I feel like a yeah. lot of like I, sure. I've encountered a lot of people that when they revert or they convert, they've ex- like it's like a, I don't know, like a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. like you know, especially like the Protestants are like you're saved once and you're saved all the time, but it's like no, no, no you no, come no. with a whole story beforehand. So, Definitely. but whatever you whatever you feel comfortable, yeah. it's a certain version of yeah. Calvinism. Yeah. Sure. What'd you say? Um, Calvinism. Calvinism, right? Yes. Right. Um, um, so were you? Oh, go oh, ahead. No, no, my thoughts have my thoughts coming out. <laughs> right, you go. Don't let me. Don't let me. You go. Um, yeah. So that was. I've had you know we we all have our bottoms that we hit, but I guess hopefully we all reach a rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes you know several times, but that was my rock bottom again. Just um, just being licentious, you know, for mm-hmm. for a, a lack of a deeper word. In college and just um, the cycle of just uh, partying, getting up in the morning, drink your coffee, go to work, go to class, or don't go to class, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and, yeah, making yourself happy and falling flat in your face. And, you know, mistakes for, you know, yeah, it seems like God was letting me hit every mistake that I could for my actions in college because God was letting me mm. feel every mistake, not get away with everything Mm-hmm. And be uh, oblivious to the wrong lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that was the rock bottom, and it was just just the pit of despair. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was a period of time where I liked hats. So I did not, you know, what? that was a period of time when I liked uh, wearing hats. You know, when I was just uh. just me looking down, drinking my coffee in the morning, <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so that was the kind of the despair that I was falling into. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Did you, bef- like, so you were raised, because you're, you're what call, call it for yourself as, like, an Italian Catholic, would you mm-hmm. say? Yeah, yeah You're Definitely. very, very Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes back from visiting his family in New York, and he has, he kind of <laughs> brings a little bit back whenever he comes. Yeah. You're like, oh, yes, wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, so do you feel like that was, did you feel like you had somewhat of, like, a faith life then at some point when you were younger? Or was it kind of like you just did it by like was it just a, like by culture more? No, no, I was definitely more myself when I was like five. You know, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Is it everybody? Hopefully. Yes, I, I was more myself when I was five. Yeah, so maybe um, when you like got in your teen years, it was kind of definitely like the kind of just the general. Um, yeah, peer, peer pressures. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to blame it on public school because it's, it's not. Oh, a, I'll, I'll gladly blame it on the public yeah. school. <laughs> there were some lessons I had to learn through public school, yes. but I would learn them eventually, re- right. regardless. So I don't want to blame it on public school, but. Yeah. Just, Peer pressures and, mm-hmm. and falling into the teenage world would probably set me off the wrong mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you feel like your mom was probably like praying? I feel like you have a good relationship with your mom. Mm, so your mom was probably praying for you through all of this, probably. No, like, I, say Monica. That's a very good question for her. Honestly, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. she's you know she's definitely close with Jesus, and our relationship's grown big time. Um, but maybe she worried for me more than prayed for me when I was younger. Ah. You know, if I'm being completely honest, she, was, she isn't St. Monica, but she's awesome. Uh, well, mother doesn't worry about her children. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Exactly. But the patience of my parents in those years, I am amazed. Amazed at my, the patience. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So what is it like looking... It's I always feel like looking back in your teen years, like you're like, wow, how far have I... Like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Um... And then what was it like once you started moving forward when you had that like pivotal moment when you're like, I'm a disciple? Like, how, did you just like just hit you where you're like, what I'm doing isn't going well and this yeah. is actually who I am? Is yeah, my plans, of- my plans, figuring out my plans is not working because I'm who I am. I'm a disciple for Christ. And yeah, I just um, got more involved. I mean, there was an undeniable peace from that weekend wow. of like mm-hmm. reconciling with myself and reconciling with others with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so there was undeniable peace that I was riding that way for a while and then got more involved in the parish, you know, like more retreats, um, giving my witness in retreats. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was like five, six years later I went to the seminary, so that wasn't even on my map. Wow. Priesthood okay. wasn't on my map. Um, mm. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah. There's more I could say, but we can... Sure. Yes. Well, what, do you want to ask the next question then? Sure. Because I feel like that leads that, into it. Yeah, that really does lead, lead into it. So you you brought up, you know, the priesthood and everything. So how did God call you to where you are right now today? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, um, I kind of am curious, like, also, can you include, like, part, like, if you were sharing your witness or something like that? Like you said, you did at retreats. I'm kind of curious. I, or I don't know if you want to get into that. In, in the interest of, of the fullness of our conversation, yeah. I won't give you my whole vocation story yeah. because it would, <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I can boil down it for you pretty well. Um, put in two words, I'll, I'll go from there, but put in two words, God's stubbornness for my life. So you can call, you know, Father's will, right? God's stubbornness won out my stubbornness and Jesus' patience with me. Um, for the lack, the greatest two words, stubbornness and patience. So yes, I'm here because I was very stubborn, but God was more stubborn and praise God that he won. Jesus' patience with me, it's amazing when I look back on how far he's brought me um, and how patient he was with me. You Knowing him as, as I know him now, you know, looking back at how patient he was in, in our relationship, in revealing himself to me in his love, in only as much as I was ready for and I would let it happen. So it's amazing how patient he is. Um, I guess from there, um, God showed me in, in learning like who I am and about myself, he showed me which marriage I was, which marriage I was made for. Wow. It wasn't the question of like, are you called to be alone or married? 
<laughs> which, which, uh, which, I hate that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which most discerning religious people are like, my call to be by myself forever or be married. You know, like, <laughs> that's a pretty lame way to look at it. It is very lame. Wow. Right, yeah. exactly. So wrong. You know, <laughs> you, have, uh, you have a perf- like, you have a great spouse. Yeah. Which yeah, which marriage are you called to? So like, yeah. I didn't fully grasp it until I became married or became a priest. You know, I didn't couldn't grasp that, but he showed me. This is total marriage and total life and commitment, intimacy, and this is how you're wired. So there's that, and and I guess in terms of how I am today, uh, one of the greatest things Jesus has done to get me here is to introduce me to His mother. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's so good. That's been within like the last year or so, right? Yeah, mostly uh, mostly less. Couple of years, maybe. Yeah, yeah, the last, yeah, last year or two. You know, mm-hmm. not that I never, you know, cared, you know, loved or had some devotion to mm-hmm. the Blessed Mother and the Rosary, but mm-hmm. a whole different thing mm-hmm. when when it, it's a real relationship. Yeah. yeah, whole different thing, and hopefully we and we can't force people together, even Creo Catholics. You know, oh. for each of us, hopefully we come to that point. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, even right. myself, my name is Mary, so you would think it would be easy to have a relationship right. with right. her. <laughs> but it's exactly. not. It's actually kind of more like, okay, you're so holy, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coming to realize, I mean, watching, I watched The Passion this past um, uh, you know, Latin season. Yeah, me too. And I was just watching Our Lady, and I was like, oh, she needed to be immaculate conceived and have all those graces because no one else could have gone through that. <laughs> Right. And come out as holy and like right. I, anyone else would have come out more bitter and more resentful. But I mean, mm-hmm. she still she still accepted us as her children even after we were the ones yeah. who caused her right. to the, die on the cross. So right, that's, that's a like, mystery uh, in itself, right? Yeah. And even I love the scene um, in the Passion of her like sopping up Jesus's blood after mm-hmm. the scourging, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. one drop, right? Yeah, I, think Faustina, like, I think Faustina said that like yeah. one drop of your blood would have saved the world. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That, that definitely, like, I was like, so definitely, yeah, so, so tough. So definitely, yeah, at some point you find Jesus, usually through friends yeah. um, or whatever, and then Jesus leads you to his mother, which leads you to Jesus. Yes. And then, and like then suddenly there's a circle of friends and saints that, you know, gather yeah. from there. Mm-hmm. So who, so who was, who, so you like had this moment where you're like, okay, I'm a disciple of Jesus. And then when mm-hmm. did you like really encounter Jesus, like the person of Jesus and how? That's a question. <laughs> if you would like to share. <laughs> that is a question. Putting our audience on That is a edge. question. <laughs> you can't say one single moment, but like moments. Moments. Sure. Just yeah. realizing, you know, what? My fourth year of the seminary, realizing that who you are is not what's wrong with you. Who you are is who... Who you are in Jesus, like who you actually are, Whoa. is how Jesus is in you, um, and how and how He uses you, and how He is to you. Like that's that's who you are. So that was that's a big layer that I had to enter into, mm-hmm. and, then, and then just He just became um, after priesthood, um, after God got me across the line, and the devil did his best to stop me. Um, <laughs> Just learning to trust him, just endlessly. So trust, trust would be. He's ever there's much we can all say about him, but trust. Um, I guess mm-hmm. not knowing how much I could trust him, and I do trust him. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So I yeah. that answers any kind of question. But no, that yeah, yeah that does. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's so good because I think even like as a cradle Catholic, like you get like. I think a lot of us fall into like scrupulosity and like you're mm-hmm. like you have all these to do lists to to check off and then you come to a point where you're like oh wait that's well actually when I first encountered Divine Mercy did I realize like oh it's not about a list <laughs> I read the right. second second greatest story ever told and it was just like, I'm rather oh, yeah. I have a book upstairs <laughs> yeah but it like helped me understand like oh this is yeah not about what I do but a relationship um, and yeah. helped to build that yeah so yeah. it was just more like oh I yeah. And I think, I mean, I think that there's a point that there's a virtue that we have to build up for sure. Yeah, as a response to it. Yeah, exactly. But, and you have to be disciplined. Yeah. But also like, but I think in those disciplines, like you find those sweet moments. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, the catch, which which I would think a lot of the world doesn't get, is that Jesus, you know, his divine mercy, Jesus, his divine mercy isn't him patting you on the head head and say, it's okay. uh, You know, you're okay. No matter what you do, you're okay. Like, Mm -hmm. his love is unconditional. That's the point. But, like, you can't really receive his mercy and his his merciful love without being changed by it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the catch that the world doesn't get. Like, you can't change without him being so merciful. But if you let that happen, you're committing to being changed and to being more merciful mm-hmm. and being his love. Um, and that's the catch. Yeah. And that'd be cool to dive a little bit more into because mm-hmm. I think a lot of, like, I've encountered people that are, like, you know, they've converted the faith and they, they ex- you encounter, you know, they're like, okay, this is where I need to be. But mm-hmm. then encountering the person of Jesus and, and that relationship is, like, a very, like, can be a very scary thing. They're like, I don't know how to do this prayer mm-hmm. thing or this conversation with God. And, um... So what does that like look like diving deeper into that, like the mercy of, like letting divine mercy change you and whatnot? And um, I mean, <laughs> his love has nothing to do with you. I mean, that is divine. That's a way of life. I mean, divine. It's, it's a way of life. It's not a devotion. It's a way of life. Mm. Um, like ground up. Fine. If you want to go ahead and read, you know, you know, Therese's autobiography or or 33 days of merciful love. books on burst on books on merciful love but uh ground up you know the point is you, you stay ground up with him it has nothing to do with you mm-hmm. um him loving you is because he wants to him him forgiving you is because that's why he's here mm-hmm. you you giving thanks and praise to god has nothing to do with how good you feel or how good you are like that's the proper way to mm-hmm. approach him and mm-hmm. try and trust and um, surrender is uh, how we're made to be. Mm-hmm. So trust and surrender. Maybe that's even counterpoint to him. Yeah. Just trust and surrender. Start yeah. there. Yeah. Why? Just because you can't. Not because you understand it. And I think people go, probably, go from there. I think a lot of people feel like because I don't know. I feel like sometimes when you go into that, you're like, okay, Jesus is just going to take all the fun away. <laughs> but you've right. often said before, like when you are like when you um, how do you say it? It's like how you become, like, you feel like you've become, like, as you're following Christ's way, like, you feel like you're becoming more of who you're meant to be in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you just let Jesus take over or mm-hmm. not. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely becoming more yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's no, so I guess the goal is having, is no division. I guess the goal is having, the goal is having nothing to hide and nothing you can't share with him and nothing to hide nothing no division between who you are to this person or to this person mm-hmm. or this time of day this time of day like it's all you i guess total, total freedom mm-hmm. you know i guess that's a good goal to have and mm-hmm. so i would say one of the like kind of the tools that has helped me to understand that mm-hmm. is i actually feel like going to confession with you <laughs> like not hiding because yeah, a lot right. of people well because a lot of people they'll say you know like they, they try and they don't go to the same confessor because they don't want them to get to know them. And, you know, they, they don't always go to their parish priest because they're like, I don't want them to know my sins, which apparently priests forget the sins the moment, like, you know, the moment the confession like, is over. so many. Like, yeah. You're, you're, just, you're not going to remember. Um, right. So, but I can attest to, um, I remember like one of the first, we were at that young adult retreat and remember that like when I, it was like one of the first confessions where like I went in and you and I were just like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Yeah, that At some one. point you get to the like, confession at some point. Yeah, yeah, we're like, oh, we gotta like, you know, have to be sorrowful. <laughs> but <laughs> it really that. like, I think it, it's really, especially as life has gone on and I feel like I've been through a lot of life and you kind of, you're like. You kind of were like, oh, I have to go tell this to Father Anthony. It's <laughs> mean, such a, it a good way to be. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, have to, I have to confess this. If yeah. I do this, I have to confess this. And I remember like That's there being one, way to be. there being confessions, yeah. be like, oof, this was a rough one, or like being embarrassed to tell you. But yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm telling Jesus, but that's yeah. how it is. Like Jesus is a friend, and you have to be vulnerable, and it's not easy. But like, I think I, I like I guess that I I guess for people to you know confession and having a regular confessor, and I think like. You definitely helped me with like realizing like okay Jesus is a friend and he just wants to be united with me, mm-hmm. um, even when it's hard. Um, so what are other tools for you that have like helped you in like growing? Sorry, and like being vulnerable with Jesus. Or um, I'm just trying to. I'm, to, to be honest, to be honest, um, 
uh, I promise I'll say whatever thought pops in my head. But but generally speaking, that say that kind of um, sums up, I guess, my feeling in terms of yeah, in terms of coming to know Him, and it, it's letting it happen. It's not um. So I guess it's like the Holy Spirit. Um, mm. Um, so this is this is either connected or not, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. well, I guess it's all connected. I don't know. I'm like, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have much more to add, but I guess like it's like the Holy Spirit. You know, people say the Holy Spirit's guiding. You're like, what does that mean? You know, oh, the breeze flows where it does. Oh. Uh, but I guess the more you trust the Holy Spirit is always like active and moving, the more you believe that's true, the more you cooperate with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess like. The need to call down the Holy Spirit every five seconds, say, "Come, Holy Spirit!" You know, no, no. you don't need to do that. It's like the more the more we believe it's true, and we just trust that the Holy Spirit will guide us. Mm-hmm. The more we just naturally let it flow. Um, mm, yeah. So I mm-hmm. guess it's the same way with Jesus. The more you just believe that He's in control of the relationship, and you just rely on Him being the lead, mm. the more He kind of does. Yeah. Does that resonate with you? With you too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm thinking of all the times. It's kind of funny because, like, even with s- super s- some smaller things, I just remember a few a few times where I remember there's a couple things where I did listen and then I did didn't listen. <laughs> um, right, but right. the Holy Spirit, and it was like it was just like really minor things. It was actually both involved my car. So like one one day I was driving on the highway. And there was a car in front of me, and it had, I think it was like a, it was a pickup truck, and it had a ladder in the back of it. Um, And it was like pretty far ahead. And I was about to like switch lanes and get over, because I needed to get over to exit or something. But there was something that was like, no, don't do that just yet. And I was like, okay, I won't. Next second, the ladder flies out of the back of the pickup truck and goes skidding across the two two lanes where I would have been if I had gone over that second. And I was like... Okay, wow. thanks. <laughs> wow. mm. And then another time, I this time I didn't listen. I was helping out when I was student teaching. I helped out at a, at a sock hop at the school I was student teaching at. And I went and I parked my car next to another car. And I was like, I don't know. The way this person's parked, they're going to hit me. Mm. And I was like, nah. No, like, it was like, this is just me being anxious and I'm just, you know, I'm super anxious because my mentor teacher is driving me crazy and she's, you know, super mean, so it's fine. I'm, she's just getting in my head and I came out and this car has stopped. It hit me somehow pulling out, out of a parking spot, like not even backing out, just pulling out of the parking spot, (laughs) crunches into my driver's side and I'm like, <laughs> it does it's like, oh, I should have listened, and now I park far away from everybody. <laughs> That's actually what happened with with I. I literally was like, I or I, when I, when it happened with me when Father bumped into my car, I was like, I probably shouldn't park here because I feel like something's gonna happen. I'm like, no, there's it oh, should yeah? be fine. Yeah, yeah I actually had the same sense too. Yeah. And then you came in, I was like, should oh, no. <laughs> See, at least, at least he came and told me because my, my oh. brother had that. Oh, oh, what kind of Apparently the guy that jumped into her. Well, I'm saying like, well, the person that hit me did stop and got her insurance information, so oh. that that was good. Um, so they didn't like hit and run me, but somebody did hit and run my brother in our old parish's parking lot and mm. left this huge, like huge dent in the back of his car. Oh. Yeah, like during mass, like we went to mass there for the last. It was the last time we went to mass there. Funnily enough, and somebody hit, mm. hit and run the car and was in the parking lot. It's kind of like, mm, maybe we shouldn't well. go here anymore. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, yikes. Yeah, I've been um, I've been going. Um, I sh- since you've moved up, I've been going. You know, to other people for confession. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I'm in par- yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're a distance you're, you're away. Distance yeah. now. Um, I've actually been going to the priest over there, mm-hmm. and his confessions. I I went to him, and he was like. Two times in a row, it, it kind of grew as I went. He was like, "I need I for penance. I'm gonna ask you in the morning to wake up and ask the Holy Spirit to come and guide you in how you're supposed to live your day, and you'll know if you're listening if fruits are being born." Um, and I've honestly like he was like, "Do this for like the next three days." Um, and it was like so because you look up the fruits of the Spirit and it's like I don't know. It was just it was so fruitful. And then like the next time he was like, "I want you to do it and sit for ten minutes with that." 
you know, mm. like so longer. And so I've actually been doing where I like wait before I do like my, 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 like, you know, I re- do like, you know, read my scripture for the day and journal. I like sit there for 10 minutes. I'm like, come Holy Spirit, guide me and how, how I'm supposed to live my day. And I pray about like maybe some of the fruits I want to see. Um, and it's been like really good. <laughs> um, mm. and then I've recently, um, I got called up by one of my friends last week who was like, Mary, you need to order your life more around Jesus and you need to follow him. And I was like, hm, follow mm. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think you and I always say, like, we're good at listening, but I was like, ooh, I need to mm-hmm. work at it a little bit more. Mm, so, follow. Yeah, yeah not, follow Jesus. Not just listen. Well, yeah, so learn to follow it's the spirit and follow Jesus. So you're kind of resonating with me right now. Well, so. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's mm-hmm. good. On the same page. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I guess, I guess I'll just... Um, so the last, as, as you were talking, and two more tools I just want to throw out there. Perfect. Um, patience and hope. Um, mm. every, both having, are not being logical or rational and not making sense, and both only make sense because of you needing Jesus to be patient every second and be hopeful. Why? Because of him. Mm. So enough said. But, but patience and hope are two of the greatest things we can hang on to, which keeps us tethered to him mm. every moment. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Oh, my gosh. I, I feel like this conversation can go on all day. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're swirling <laughs> they so, around here. They get so yeah. deep. Well, yeah. and it's like I get so, like, I'm getting so excited over here that I'm, like, trying to articulate myself, and I'm like, <laughs> the words are coming Mary. out. Mary.exe has malfunctioned. <laughs> well, this is coming a, it's coming a theme Set here. A crash report. <laughs> I say uh, that to my kids and they think it's so funny. I, uh, so we're, we'll have, we have like one more question, but before I, I, I would like to say like, so not all of our listeners will have, you know, some of, some people that listen are our friends so that, you know, they'll be familiar with you, but yeah. um, for people who aren't, um, I think, anyone who knows Father Anthony is like, yeah, he's just, he's just so human. <laughs> mm. You bring the like humanity to the priesthood because you're very, I think you understand mercy and you understand like it's really Jesus moving in you. Cause I, I mean, whenever you get a compliment, it's like, oh, it's all Jesus. It's all the Holy Spirit. <laughs> right. And actually you should see when he gives his homilies, sometimes he like, you know, he'll give a homily. Like, he's like, yeah, that's actually really good there. <laughs> I haven't done <laughs> that in a while. That. But, uh, yeah. I do, do like do those that. moments. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I like those moments when they come. And you always yeah, say, you know, yeah. you're like, sometimes these homilies are just as for, much for me as for the congregation. And if it moves you, then it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and it's not like, I don't know. I feel like it's like the Chosen series where it's showing the humanity of Jesus. And it doesn't take away from his divinity and it doesn't take away from like, you know, your, your priesthood. Yeah. I actually feel like it articulates it more because it's like more, um, not relatable, but more, um, what would be a better word? More... <laughs> she said more relatable yeah there it is but well but it's yeah. not it's more, more alive no it's more, more like um vibrant maybe no it's like more like i mean human's a good way to put it i mean that's yeah. it yes. yeah that's it but it makes you more approachable it that's makes jesus more yeah. approachable yeah like jesus isn't like you know god is like right. all all powerful yeah i think but, that's like the remnants of a bunch of clericalism that we mm. had. Uh, That's one of my favorite, not favorite words. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. The, the favorite word, nobody wants to talk about it, but everybody can see it, you know? Mm. Like, I think I think that's some remnants of that going like, you know. Jesus is unapproachable, so worship yes. him, but you can never approach him, or that kind of thing. Or he, yeah. you, can't, you can't really know him, but you can just worship him. Yes. And the priests, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they are at a different strata or yes. whatever or they um yeah rather yeah. Than... it's like i mean it, i've had so many conversations with friends about vocation of like yes there's a natural and a supernatural vocation but that doesn't mean you know like it doesn't mean they're any like higher than the rest was like <laughs> everybody's still human in the end it's mm-hmm. just there there is an, an, a, a higher calling but at the same time like they can't exist without you. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't exist without them. Yep. So it's like right. a, which I, I always feel like, you know, there's such a need for healing in the church. And I feel like, 
I don't know, I just realized, like, by being in, like, relationship and friendship with you, Father mm-hmm. Anthony, it's, like, mm-hmm. we can ha- start it and just, like, you know, and I we've encouraged people before, like, please, like, you know, like, your reach out to your parent, like, they're so human, invite them over for a meal, give them a plate of meat, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. if they're Italian yeah. and they love yeah. the meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they're vegetarian, then please don't. <laughs> My former no, pastor but- was... Uh, Anything with bacon, anything fried, or with butter, or with not mayo. Fish. Not fish. Yeah, without fish. Anything, that'll make him happy. Bacon, <laughs> fried, butter, and mayo. You love your, I mean, your, you love your Christmas yeah. fish dinner, right? I do very much. So you never had it at the rectory, though? No. Because <laughs> the priest, like, he was, he, was he actually allergic, or just did he dislike the, the smell like it that much? He just, the, the, you know, his being just didn't like fish. <laughs> In many ways. And when your father's being doesn't like something, you probably just don't you just don't want to mess with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't, um, don't touch it. I yes. feel like you were okay. Actually, let's. I just want to go that way real quick. Um. So our mm. so father is such a wonderful pastor, mm. and he's really about like the reverence of the mass, which I think is mm. like I feel like yes. you learned a lot from him from that, and just like in like how you know he's a really great pastor, so I learned a lot about that. Mm-hmm. But then I also feel like I can see a lot of sometimes we'll say things I'm like oh, that's from Father Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like you brought you know I think I think he really misses you at the parish and whatnot. And it, it's always like it's really always special. a bit of a joy to see him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I feel like you again. guys had a really good. I think you like you you're different, but I think you really brought out the like you know like you really served him and he served you. And I, I love totally. I love that you know because it's like the reverence like we're nothing without like the mass being said you know in a really beautiful way and mm-hmm. in the proper way, um, yeah. but also like. You know, we're also, I don't know, I just yeah, feel like yeah, you brought the, like, your, your own personality that was good, too. So. I, can, I can only claim that. I, I, I was myself, and I and I, and I mm-hmm. trusted Jesus with myself. That's, that's all I can claim. But yeah. being yeah, being myself, I, I, can, I can claim that one. Mm-hmm. You know? And I hope, like, I guess that's my prayer for our church and whatnot, is to realize, like, yes, we need, like, the Mass needs to be, like, the Mass is, like, the culmination of who we are. But, mm-hmm. like, also... I don't know. Maybe let's claim our humanity a little bit more, and like you cannot go wrong. With, you have to claim both. You, yeah. yeah. No, but you, you you cannot go wrong with mm-hmm. um, honesty, like honesty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. With everything, absolutely everything. You being your honest self with God, in Him being God, and you being honest with yourself. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only where He meets yeah. us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I, I don't want to get all ladding on you, but in, in the seminary. We learned, we learned about the ways of the liturgy, yeah. um, liturgy being life, not just liturgy being the mass. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. lex orandi. Lex credendi. Yes. Lex, what does that mean? Lex credendi, yes. lex vivendi. So, mm-hmm. so the way that we pray, the way that we pray right. shows what we believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what we believe should change our life. Wow. And so, so there can't be any separation of you being, mm-hmm. you know, a Jesus freak outside of the mass in the streets and how you live, and you being a Jesus freak when you're, you know, worshiping in, in the Eucharist and receiving Him. Mm-hmm. There can't be yeah. a separation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shutting off your reverence when you walk out the door, or or mm-hmm. forgetting your reverence when you walk in the door. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It, it Amen. all just goes together. Amen. Yeah, that's so true. Amen. Yeah. Exactly. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. honesty is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. and remind, it reminds me uh, bringing bringing like the humanity to the mass. It reminds me of the one priest who says Latin mass for us. He he just sits down. Oh and my he'll gosh! He'll be like, my back's killing me yeah, today. Yeah, during the homily uh, or something. Father, he owns it. He the, owns it though, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, it's kind of like awesome. reminds me of you because he's like, it, I I told him I'm like you know because he yeah so he has a bad back right. so you know. Yeah. When it comes to the point of reading the scripture and doing the homily, he sits. Mm-hmm. But it's so inspiring because I'm like, his, body, his back's probably hurting him throughout the whole entire mass. So right. it enunciates the sacrifice. Like, Most he's literally is. making a sacrifice yeah. of his body while there's a sacrifice of the mass. So, yeah, yeah. you know, like, he could mm-hmm. just, he could sit out, but he's, mm-hmm. and they're so, he's, I feel like his homilies are so much more poignant because of it, too. Oh, well, but he yeah. says what he needs to say. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And actually, for talk about humanity, he always, I love it. When, cause we actually, I went to a mass where there was someone who was doing an announcement and there was a baby that was like being all noisy and she's like, I'll continue once, you know, I'll start again or something or like, oh yeah, it was like, she was not like, you know, merciful. It was a sister without a habit too. So like, I yeah. was already like, yeah. I'm not listening. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. But this <laughs> like, priest, sorry. he's always like, he's always like, 
no, I have no problem. Like, let them, like, yeah, he's like, I'd rather them take over my homily than me speak because they're, you know, they're really yes, preaching. Right, right. So he's so, right. like, human with that. But his homilies are, I mean, talk yeah. about truth. He, he, oh, gosh, yeah. too. Yeah, there's yeah. no separation. I think just, like, the less separation, the better. Yes. The more extreme, I think, the not the better. We can be extreme mm-hmm. about, you know, Anything. God being God. But, I mean... Yeah, no separation is is the point, and like mm-hmm. reckon you, you can't reconcile everything with God. You know, yeah. Jesus being Jesus and you being you, no separation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No separation. It, like like him being totally divine and God and being totally totally relatable and yes. and lovey dovey mm-hmm. to you and all and all that good stuff. Like it is no separation. Yeah, yeah oh, that, that's that our problem. So is being being well, people. And actually, I'm learning that more, too, because I, you know, I've been trying to, like, pray with, like, what it means to follow Jesus. Because I think, I, you know, I've been doing that, but, like, really intentionally being like, I need to follow Jesus' lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been, like, I, I went through the day the other day. I was like, okay, where do I not follow Jesus? Because I was like, okay, I sit in the morning and I pray. So I'm there. Mass that's is good. good you know, I have, like, my norms throughout the day, but I'm like, oh. It's in between the norms. It's in mm-hmm. between when I'm actually praying, like when I'm doing my work or, you know, like when I'm cleaning my houses or I'm like working on the business or other stuff that sometimes I forget Jesus and I'm like, mm-hmm. when I'm frustrated, I should probably bring him into the frustrations and, <laughs> right. you know, he helps me out. So it's like, I don't know, maybe like encouraging people to like look at me like, okay. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, coming back. Whew, last year teaching was a little rough. I had some interesting personalities in my class. Uh, but... Like, I had recess duty last year, too. So, you know, refereeing middle school games of kickball is not my favorite thing. Oh, middle school. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I love them, but not recess duty with them. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, we would come back, and they'd be super frustrated with each other, and I'd be frustrated with them. And it would be like, oh, my gosh. So there were a few times where I'd put on this whole this eight-minute-long, like, litany of saints, and we just sang <laughs> it together, and we were like, okay, let's – Let's regroup. Let's sing this litany of saints. Let's and and then after that, everybody, including myself, was so much calmer. Like, okay, now we're ready to move on to do something else because I was like, no, nope, I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody, be quiet. Listen to the music. Let's calm down. Mm. Yeah. Good call. Yes. Like Saint Mother Teresa, because I remember like their order. Um, they have to like do a holy hour like every day or something. Mm-hmm. And though, like, I think she had a comment like. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, I have all this, you know, a sister was like, we have, you know, I have all this stuff to do. I don't know if we have time. She's like, how, like, basically, like, how can you not have time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I find that too. So, um, oh my gosh, you could keep on talking, but I guess our last segment is, um, what is, some um, based on what we're talking or if it can be co- totally not related, mm-hmm. what is some inspiration and advice that you like to share in regards to living according to God's will and living the love of Christ out? Because that's the whole, our, our podcast is called Caritas Christus, that's the love of Christ. And this, the, these episodes are called Dave's Faults of the Will of God. Mm. So anything in relation to that <laughs> that you can and, share and, in the and, next 10 minutes. And no anything, anything is related, you know. <laughs> uh, so 10 minutes. Or, I or feel like I'm um, like answer, asking you this question because I'm like, oh, he's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as we said earlier, um, my comfort zone is strangely when I'm not in control. <laughs> it's, it's being in control. I don't like anymore. But different story for that day. Um, I guess, I guess swimming around in my head is is some scriptures I want to throw out there. Some favorite scriptures. Yeah. Um, give thanks to the Lord for He is good, for His love endures forever. Mm-hmm. Psalm one eighteen, like I would like I was talking about. Um, you trusting God and you being thankful to Him and you praising Him has nothing to do with how good you are or how you're feeling or how worthy you are. So that's the way we focus on Him. And, um, yeah, that's the way we approach Him. Um, um, my grace is enough for you. You know, uh, you know my, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, he says, you know, what St. Paul says, you know, when I'm weak, it is then that I am strong. Uh, dig into that one. I think we all have to dig into that one in our, in our own way. But I, that's one of the first things I dug into when I became a priest and mm-hmm. began this life I'm not living. Um, yeah, tr- trusting that 
in your weakness, he actually empowers you more. But it's you have to trust him in that. Take your pick, whatever that weakness means. But trusting, he does provide in that in that kind of way. Yeah, not the opposite. Uh, ground up. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by ground up? <laughs> well, yeah, what do you mean by ground up? You keep, keep on saying. That. I know. <laughs> I feel like you've been like kind of skirting away from it, but I wanna. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little sister you and Pike. In, a, in, in other Pike. words, the little way. In other way. In other words, the little way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In, in other words, a little way uh, to his merciful love. So uh, <laughs> I don't be a marketing rep or anything. But thank you for calling. Uh, um, no. Okay. What's another? What's some other scriptures I want to say? Um, what What is your heart for the church right now? And, and just for people, like for just the people in general, like just share your heart. For the people. Just um, for just for the people that you serve and just the, for like what yeah. When you see stuff that are going on, you're like, Oh, I wish people would you know, or what is your prayer for people in general, prayer for the church? Um I mean unity is always one of my biggest uh, prerogatives. Yeah. Um wanting unity and pulling for unity and working for unity, I mean that's our job. It's not it's not a question of what are all the reasons why, why there's more reasons, there's more ways to divide us than unite us. This is why as Christians, you know, we have to want that unity and pull for that unity and work against division, you know, and not, and not getting along for the sake of, oh, can't we all just get along? You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? I'm talking right. about, yeah, being true to God and true to the church, but like he wants to be united in him. And I think being content with division is one of the biggest problems in the church. Um, mm-hmm. And loving the person from both sides. Mm-hmm. It's okay to know that, you know, there are good intentions on both sides, generally speaking, in the church. Um, <laughs> yeah, people are still people, uh, but yeah, exactly. Like, who, who says or does things because they want something wrong to happen or they want something bad to happen? Like, mm-hmm. like who does that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people might be misguided in this way or this way, or they might be right in this way or this way. Okay, but I'll stop there. Unity. <laughs> um, <laughs> unity and hope. I'm always, yeah, I'm always challenging people to unity and hope. Because um, mm-hmm. there's that constant pull to, uh to like give up. Another thing went wrong or another thing was said or another thing happened. And like, they just like the wanting to despair and be despair and fight and, and fight things out with this, there's always that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'm always challenging people to hope, you know, because um, it's being hopeful is, is knowing what's happening and trusting Jesus, you know, and trusting what God is, how he's going to make it work and how, what he has planned ahead of us, not, not how mm-hmm. bad things look in this moment, because mm-hmm. there will never be a shortage of, of reasons to freak out about everything in the church and the yeah. world. There will never be a shortage of that. So, yeah. I probably annoy people with just being hopeful all the time. <laughs> that is so good because that's been my prayer because I think mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are like bogged down by stuff and I feel like myself I have a, like a high level of stress and I just want to be like, all right, y'all, can you just like, you know, <laughs> toughen up. Right. But uh, that's not probably the most merciful route so I think you have found the more. <laughs> Work in progress. <laughs> like, Work in progress. Yeah. I'm like, that's why you're, you've been through the, you know, seminary and priest, you're, yeah. you're the priest here, so mm. <laughs> learning like, from you. Like, Stop crying, toughen up. <laughs> Stop your crying. <laughs> but I think that's a better way to say it because I think people are, they can get lost in like their anxiety or their, the, the, you know, desolation or whatnot. And it's like, no, there's reasons to like, that's probably more, cause I feel like when you're trying to like, tell people to toughen up like they kind of close up instead yeah yeah <laughs> and they feel weak but if you're like hey like i see the good in you and i you know i have hope for you like mm-hmm. you yeah, know toughen up just means like all right i guess i'm not talking to you anymore like i don't know i i feel like it's very like it, it can be you know sometimes tough love is you know a reality but i think for the sometimes most part more, not, love not for tough. toughen up yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your love can be strong and tough. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But because like, like a mother, like you, I mean, I, my mom would always be like, you know, like you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes it's good to hear from a mother, like, okay, you know, like don't. Yeah. Especially as a girl, you have all these emotions, and mm-hmm. she's like, 
<laughs> you know, like I think with friends, I can bring home Jesus. I think we need to know His loving, merciful side in order to listen to Him correcting us and telling us when, like, mm-hmm. do this or don't do this. Yes. You know, we need we need to know how much we're loved in order to listen. And so I think, um, yeah, us telling someone you need to do this when they need to, when we're judging the heck out of them, what's the incentive to listen? Right? Even if we're saying exactly what's right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I had so many time to Jesus talks with people in college where I was like, okay, like, listen, I'm telling this because I care about you. I love. And because I appreciate you as a friend, and I don't want you wrecking yourself because I see you about to wreck yourself where you're already wrecking yourself. (laughs) Like, this this isn't good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I can help you in whatever way way you want to to, like, get out of whatever this is. But Mm -hmm. I don't want want to see this anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it was a little more forceful than that, but it's okay. I think it's a fine line right now between like loving people. I it's like you know because a lot of people are like, um, I had someone recently who told me they're like yeah they just um, someone got a job at like a camp and they're like oh but they're you know they're 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 a, they're a liberal camp and I was like what what camp is it and they told me I'm like but compared to like what you actually consider as liberal that is quite orthodox and very i mean they're doing really good work Mm -hmm. and they're like well they do this and they do that and i was like (laughs) (laughs) y'all but i think there's like that and then there's like areas of sin so it's like you know i don't know finding that balance between you you can bring you can bring good to a place without like um you know some some things you can't be a part of because then you bring a, bring scandal to yourself and others, and it right. just depends on Knowing yourself. what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if if you are bringing some more beauty and truth and goodness to wherever you're at, then you know, like, mm-hmm. is my is my parish that I'm at the school like is it super traditional? No. Have they been super like? Has my uh, my principal been really supportive of everything that? I've, I've been doing with my kids and everything I've been teaching them and just everything that I wanted to do. Like she's been, she's been amazing. Like she's just, she's had my back the whole time. And I've had so many com- compliments from members of the community. Like, I really love what you're doing. So just, just because it isn't there, like you don't see exactly what you'd want. That doesn't mean the people there don't want it. It's just, nobody's been brave enough to come in and be like, mm-hmm. why don't we sing the Salve Regina <laughs> mm-hmm. or something like that. And then you do it, and people are like, oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, is. actually, talking, we, we have to close because Father has to get going, and we want to honor his time. Yes. But um, you I, you have a question for Father Anthony. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, she has a question for you. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and it'll give me, like, 10 seconds to answer it. <laughs> are you? No, no, I'm, I feel no, like no, he's... I'm, I'm just, no, please, wait on me. Wait on me. Yes. No. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah, we are. Oh, he's, he's yes. up for that. So, actually... Recently, my at my parish, the, the school that I'm at, the, our pastor passed away, oh. and uh, we're looking for a new one. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah, plot thickens. <laughs> you see where this is going. So, so you're asking if I have any interests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we want to talk about this on the air or after the? Oh, air? we can talk about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his actually, I, his eyes are actually you're you're not scared by it. I, I'm open to. Do I want to be a pastor today? No. <laughs> <laughs> or next week? Also, no. <laughs> do I want to be a pastor when 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 it's when he wants me to be a pastor? Yes, I'll be ready. I'll put it that way. So yeah, yes. I'm, I will discern these things as okay, as I go. as I tell everybody, I will discern this. I will, yeah. give, I will give this discernment. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I get it. I mean, they, they need Jesus, you know, everywhere and, and yes. about plugging holes wherever mm-hmm. the right timing. So, no, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I will discern this thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Really. Well, thank you for thank you. making time for us. And yeah. yeah. Us this was good. Oh, I know. This is good. 60, oh. 60, every, every minute counts. And I guess 60 minutes, this has it's been good. Yeah. 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 It's been really good. So, can you close us with a prayer and a, and a, a blessing? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. I want to end with a with with a, sure. with a statement first. Sure, you sure. go. Jesus hasn't changed. Jesus hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> a, little, a little precursor for my Sunday homily. Okay. <laughs> in the name right. of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Father, thank you for this time you've given us. May we recognize nothing good is an accident, and thank you for the faith. Um, 
you've given us in your son that we could surrender this time and allow and allow you the holy spirit to guide us um thank you for the joy that we've experienced and for any fruit it might bear in even one other person's life including ours so um bless us on this day may your will be done and may this day be fruitful um through christ our lord and may almighty god bless you the father son and the holy spirit amen amen Thank you, Father. Thank Praise, you. God. Yeah. Praise God. And thanks to all y'all for coming on and listening. And um, it's just been a really jo- a big joy. And um, I, I, I've, I'm, I was just like, when you were playing, praying, I'm like, man, I feel like this was for Anna and I. Including us. So, yeah, we'll see you all next time and hope you're enjoying it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I yeah. didn't say it. Thank you. This has oh. been good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, praise God. Well, definitely yeah. keep you in mind for further conversations. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's great to have our friends on that you know definitely like, to have a really good those good conversations yeah. multiple so. perspectives so definitely. all right all right till next time yeah yeah yes. all right and yes. for all y'all are listening just know that you're loved mm. bye bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>